Welcome to the Brothers and Others Podcast, Episode 3. My name is Jude. My name is Eli. And this is Colton, our cousin. And, uh, yeah, I got a question for you. <laughs> okay. All right. How is it living away, like, completely away from all your family and friends, like, after living with them for, like, all your life and then just, like, moving out? Because, <laughs> like, where do you live? Leota, Kansas. Which is pretty far from us. How far is it? It's five hours from here. Five hours, yeah. So, a little bit of a change. <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like it. It's pretty nice. You don't have to. There's no one telling you what to do. Oh, okay. That's. Or you don't have to go anywhere if you don't want to. So what are you doing out there now? I, I'm a feed manager at a feed yard. That out there in Leota, Kansas. So what does that job entail? What does a feed manager do? Well, I wake up. In four thirty in the morning, I uh, get there. I have to read bunks, just look at the feed bunks and see how much feed is left over in them. And uh, then I just kind of tell the guys what to do if I need them to do stuff for me. And like, so you're in a pretty high leadership position, you would say? Yeah, it's still. I'd consider it l- lower management, but mm. lower level. It's. Management. I'm still. Technically, a manager. The boss uh, man. My my ti- <laughs> my title technically is a management trainee. So. Uh, so does that mean you're gonna like take over, or do you have any plans in the future? Or? Oh, I don't know. I'm just going with the flow. Yeah, <laughs> just they're just working right now, and I'll see what happens. Yeah. I well. I, I do notice your your new water bottle this week. Oh yes. We got the big one. <laughs> I took extra creatine today. <laughs> What's that? The case around it? Oh, uh, it's just like insulation. <laughs> is the water it bottle it itself cold. not insulated? Uh, yeah, it is too. Oh. So it's double, double insulation. Also, one second, I got a plug for you guys. Oh no! We <laughs> we got brothers and others stickers on the way, and uh, I'm just gonna hand them out to everyone. Yep. If you right. see me, I'll hand it out to you. <laughs> Only if you follow my Instagram at Jude. Quinn. No, that <laughs> <laughs> is not a requirement. <laughs> Stickers are for everybody. Just hit us up. They got a QR code and they got the icon with the two people in the middle. Exactly. So the goal is to spread the word. So. And also, since you guys didn't do a last video, you got to leave a like. Otherwise, we're not going to make any more. Right, Eli? I don't know. I don't know if that's a good threat yet. <laughs> Um, do you have something, Jude? All right, so, (laughs) just honestly, prior towards, like, this, this, uh, episode, I really noticed that, uh, disorganization pisses me off. (laughs) So, uh, my other brother here is not the most organized, so, what's your thoughts on, like, organization? (laughs) You like organization? I definitely like to have a plan. Yeah. Ahead of time before I do anything, but what about you, Eli? <laughs> what do you mean? Jude? Minimizes mistakes. <laughs> Dude, I am organized in other ways. Alright. Uh, you got any more questions for Colton? I don't know. So what <laughs> advice do you have for people coming out of high school right oh, now? Perfect. To get like be moderately successful, at least not homeless. Because you, first you already own a house. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I do, but I would say, well, I didn't go to college, 
I just went straight into the workforce after high school because I I believe that I mean college has its benefits, uh, but I don't I think it's overpriced. Mm, definitely, hundred percent agree. And they give you a lot of knowledge, and you don't use hardly any of that knowledge. Yeah, it's kind of like. And they definitely don't give you hardly any wisdom, mm. which is, yep. there's a in difference. my opinion, yeah, there's a big difference. So, yeah, I would just, I don't recommend going to college probably unless that's for you or you have a certain job where you need that. Yeah. But for me, I just went and started making money and uh, I do life insurance, the infinite banking deal oh, yeah. that my dad got me into. Still have and to have it. Yeah, have that, def- it. that episode is definitely <laughs> on the works. So yep. Yep. subscribe so you see it. <laughs> and do that. And so that's kind of how I was able to get my house, too. Yeah, Because yeah. I, I just took a loan from my parents through their policy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's part of... So, part do of you, what lessons do you think you learned through your childhood that helped you raise in the corporate ladder, per se, at the feedlot? relatively quickly like you've been there a year or so and you're a management trainee like you said already uh yeah uh one i would say is my father's reputation yeah me a lot and also because i've been doing it my entire life yeah since you had i mean ever since i was four years old and then when i was 12 i started working every summer out there at the yard and so i learned a lot pretty quickly and became one of the key guys at our own yards so so you had some experience basically yes so so, yeah experience is big find a way to get experience as soon as you can because sorry don't hitting the the table table. but (laughs) find a way to get experience spotify listeners (laughs) sorry to get it start to get experience as soon as you can is what it sounds like because the more experience you have the easier it is to move up to better roles is that kind of mm. what you would say which honestly seems like a trend because that's what we heard from our friend tyler also (laughs) Yes, so. experience. I mean, that just shows that you've been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to learn. Everybody everything. has to climb the ladder. So mm-hmm. start climbing it earlier. Exactly. exactly. Well. So, Jude, did you have other stuff? Yes. Okay. Yes, so we're moving all on right. to the so, random crap part of the podcast. <laughs> you all know I like to lift. And so I was just randomly thinking, which I do a lot, searching through my brain. And I made a realization, cause like back in back in the day when I first started lifting, uh, I could I was like benching nothing, like ninety five pounds, and then I was with my buddy, and one day I just decided I'm just gonna start making my rep weight, uh, one thirty five, which is one one forty five plate, mm-hmm. and uh, then after that my bench PRs just started shooting up, and I started to get kind of lazy with it, and I only bench like not that much, not that heavy of weight, only like one forty five to. 165 around there and so i don't know i i made a realization i think if i want to make my bench heavier again i got to do the same thing so i got to start making my rep weight so what's your new new rep rate wait i don't know i'm thinking i should make it like 160 165 something like that which i did that on my last bench set like i just repped that out because i'm trying to get my max out my max is only like 180 85 and so yeah. I'm thinking, uh, I was like watching a video about like neuropaths and how they work. And uh, it said, so like, if you're just doing reps, 
like that's gonna help a little bit but if you're doing like heavy reps it's using more power and it's shooting more i don't know but, <laughs> but like yeah. it, it's like practicing heavier uh, so like, when so you if you're practice- feeling heavier the more you get used to feeling that heavier it will become lighter if that makes any sense at all. I thought that was called yeah. building muscles. That is also true, but there's difference. Okay. <laughs> I always thought you wanted to do, like, high rep. Well, stuff. that's that's, that's but the you thing. Gotta that's for, uh, I can't remember. Get it's your like hyperbetry. Right, so. That's that's called hyperbetry, which it uh, increases the volume, of course, like, makes it bigger. Yes. But that that's accomplished by low, low rep, I mean, high rep, low weight. Get and then strength is, you get that from low rep, high weight. So, like, so it depends on what your goal is. Yeah. If so, well, usually what people do for to get strength, they do it high, like a uh, heavy weight on their compound list, which is like bench, mm-hmm. squat, deadlift, clean, all that. Mm-hmm. That's a compound lift. And then if they're don't shake, if they're going for uh, to make their muscles bigger, mm-hmm. they'll do like uh, just one muscle movements. Yeah, yeah. So like that's curls and. Uh, tricep pull downs. Working out specific yeah, muscles yeah. That's that's where you get your volume. You get your strength from um, doing the bench and yeah. squat. So, is that all yeah. you have? Okay. So, in the world of news, uh, as of yesterday, there's rumors floating around on social media that the president of China was arrested by a military coup put on by their head general. Have either of you heard anything about that? I, I've heard a little bit. <laughs> So, I reached out to our um, source, uh, who knows Chinese people and is Chinese, and he said that there's no, like, hardcore evidence of it yet, but he would not be surprised. So, again, at the moment, it's just social media rumors, but we might be onto something big here. If that happens, I think it has great implications in the economy as a whole. Yeah, in the economy, yeah. Yeah, dude, uh, probably manufacturing might get difficult oh, yeah. and um, another recession of yeah. some sort uh, or more compounding on the one we already have. Prices are going to go to the roof again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> do you have any, like, why do you think they would do that? Uh, so I'm not completely sure. The, there is an election coming up. So election and <laughs> uh, an interesting term. So the Chinese Communist Party has elections. Uh, on a semi-regular basis, but they're very fixed. So Xi Jinping, I, I don't know exactly <laughs> how to say it, but essentially he's been there since 2012, and they actually like removed the term limit rule so he could continue to be president. So there has like, been growing distaste with the Communist Party leadership. So whether the coup is non-communist or just communist, but they don't like this guy is... I'm not completely sure. I would assume, considering he's a military general, he's at least partially commie. So, it's definitely just, like, distaste with the leader himself, I think. So, I guess we'll just have to see how that unfolds. Then, what about, what about Biden? <laughs> Biden, uh, apparently, he was doing one of his rambling, rambling uh, yeah. interviews. <laughs> so. And he decided to say... Something he was talking about teachers and kids and no he was talking to teachers oh yeah and he said she was twelve or something and I was thirty and I was let thirty me, let me pull up the yeah. full quote <laughs> not sure what that's about but uh glad to know he's our president <laughs> oh here we go here's a video he says 
He did not say what he did with said woman, but he said, you got to say hi to me. And then he talks to everybody else. He's like, she was 12, I was 30. He says, we go back a long way. He doesn't elaborate on that at all. But, like, usually when you say something like that, it's not just, oh, we were friends. Which, again, would still be slightly odd. I can definitely see the Republican Party getting a court case uh, the dude, go back a long ways. We go back twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we go. So th- that was also interesting. Uh, he is continuing to brag about lowering gas prices, despite the fact that they're up about a dollar thirty from when he took office. But that's all interesting. The other thing regarding the economy, as we discussed with the possible Chinese coup, is the Fed raised interest rates yet again by three quarters of a percent which puts it up at 6.75 i believe now after it was in the two up high twos and lower threes for most of the past uh this is a goal to combat inflation but it will also probably lead to economic stagnation and we'll probably see the recession that we're kind of been living in uh increase and housing prices drop so that's all exciting. Um, that means I'll get a good deal on my fourplex in about a year. So yeah. we'll see how that goes on. I got a question. All right. So today <laughs> I was with my cousin and we went to Tommy's Express. It's like the car wash place. And so you pay for like a different price for different packages on how mm-hmm. car like clean your car is going to be. There's yep. like 10, 13, 40, 20, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so I'm wondering... When you go through, like, we got the cheapest one, of course, uh, every, every like, machine still runs. Like, how... I don't see any other stuff, like, not happening. Like, when you... It has, like, labels for each thing. This is actually runs. good conspiracy. Like, yeah, I never thought like, about that, Tire dude. cleaner, everything, and it's just... It's it's all running. Like, water's coming out and of it. And how do they track that yeah, precisely? Because the cars combine, too. I'm wondering... I'm wondering if just, like... It's all just a joke, and they just... <laughs> Honestly, I might believe that. This is going to be... We should do some research throughout the week, Jude. We'll come back next week with what we find on... Oh, yeah. The car wash conspiracy. <laughs> car wash conspiracy. <laughs> That's actually, like, I never thought of that, Jude. I tell you what, I have some good realizations. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Like, uh, some, most car washes, like, it kind of makes sense, but still mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like they're doing anything different. But Tommy's Express is like, there's three lanes, you pull up, you pay, and everybody just pulls forward and gets in line into one line. So there doesn't really seem to be a way that they could be tracking which car gets I what. I don't know if they have, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'd have to look it up. Maybe we'll have an interview with the Tommy's. <laughs> interview with the Tommy's Express. And they worker. wash them all at the same time. Pretty much, it's just like well, one of those, I like mean, with a conveyor belt, and all the cars just go through it. It's like one of those oh. car washes. That's just like a long tunnel, and they just go one after another. So that is very yeah. in-depth uh, realization. But dude. I don't know. Even if they did, like, if they did, like, because like they're like what package you get shows up on a screen, but. Still, all the stuff is still yeah. Still, out, so. all the stuff turns. Up. Maybe they put different soap in, but you'd think it'd be hard to like yeah, clear yeah. the hoses out that quickly. It's a big joke. Well, yeah, and some people probably get like a wax coating and yeah. That's weird. That deep, dude. Deep thoughts. All right, so um, we want to talk about some of our 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> adventures as children. So yeah, as as we know, this is our cousin. We be, we spent a lot of lot lot of time together, like in our younger yeah. So yeah, when we were from childhood. third third grade to yeah, like, like the beginning fifth. of high school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So about six years, yeah. they lived right across the street from us. And this was the exact same time we were homeschooled, so we had mm-hmm. a large amount yep. of time on our hands. And we got into some interesting oh. stuff. I know Jude has a story he wants to start with. Uh, okay, so <laughs> you remember the mountain lion? <laughs> yes. Okay, hey, dude, that thing was real though. Yeah, it was real. <laughs> okay, so here, this is how this went. So there was like this. So we had this fantasy that we were all like knights and like we wore capes and shields. And we we were literally from the Renaissance. <laughs> But, uh, so we walked down to the woods, we called it Prince's Woods, and, uh, we were, like, on this ledge overlooking, like, this big field of just, like, thick brush, and, uh, Colton saw, like, something running in it, and he thought it was a dog, and so he ran into the brush after it, and, uh, so then all I see in there is just, like, Tom and Jerry in a cloud, like, where it's, like, doing the fighting scene almost, and then next thing you know, I see Colton run back out, and then I see a mountain lion run this way all the way to a train tracks and he starts running down the train tracks and i just see like his enormous stride and like long tail and i was like that man could have gotten yeah, alive we saw his tracks and everything oh yeah they're as big as Dude, my they're, hair yeah they're, it's crazy those things like they maul people mm-hmm. they pack a punch it's probably a good yeah, thing i guess even now recently they've started coming down yeah. here more because following the river don't they yeah. aren't they like they're territorial animals, and, like, don't they, like, have yeah, miles have an and miles of... I think yeah. it's, like, 30 it's, square miles, Yeah, maybe. it's huge. But, yeah. but, um, dude, it's probably a good thing Colton, like, scared him off oh, first, because yeah. he might have been, like, stalking you guys or something. No, if he if he wouldn't have been so, like, loud, I guess, like, running after it, <laughs> probably would have gotten eaten. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, the, the other um, classic story is... During said uh, renaissance phase where we thought we were knights, my dad um, cut us out like wooden shields um, on out of bandsaw to like OSB plywood stuff. And um, hey, don't forget, don't forget the belts that he like. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, they they were we legit. We them. had like they had like leather on the inside so we could like wear them. And uh, us and our child brilliance decided that we were going to joust on our bikes. So we go over to the park. We go over to the park, and we all get our shields in one hand, and we got, like, sticks, or, like, broomsticks in the other hand, and we would ride at each other as fast as we could and see if someone would fall off. And we actually were, like, halfway successful for at least a day. Until someone... Yeah, Yeah. I accidentally hit you in the face. aiming at the top of his shield, which I don't know why you would do that in the first place. And then he got clipped in the face. Yeah, and then we were were done with that. That's when the fun all stopped. Yep, after that, we were done. No more jousting. One time, me and Jude tied ropes to her waist oh. and <laughs> rode in opposite directions. Oh, that was not a good idea. I don't even know what was going through our brains. You had a, you had a, a to see who could like, Yankee added fun to that, didn't you, Jude? What do you mean? You had added struggles, didn't it? Like go between your. Oh legs? yes, yeah. So the rope was like tied around me, but it was like tied in front, <laughs> and so it just went right into my crotch when I got yanked off. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> no, then the classic. Um, so, before we decided to become full-out knights, we hung out at, like, at the town junkyard, basically. Oh, and, um... The junksters. Yeah, so, yes. so we were, like, there was, like, a bit of trees, and we were, like, chopping out to make, like, a oh, no. compound thing back there. <laughs> and, um, 
where no, it was a gun rack. No, for I'm getting there. So so we're like in a area and we're like we're gonna make a gun rack for airsoft. Guns. We're like, oh, this is gonna be cool. So we found a railroad tie that was like rotted out, so it had like some holes in it that we thought we were gonna put our gun, but it was flipped upside down. So we, us four, not very strong, um, like yeah, middle school, all like ninety pounds, decided we were gonna lift this eight by eight railroad tie. That was very heavy, <laughs> and we stand it up, and then we're trying to move it, and it comes down, and oh. I missed. I, like, didn't notice, and my hands got smashed by it on a rock, and instead of, like, lifting it off and me pulling my hand out, I just yanked it out, and, like, I lost all the skin around the top of my fingers. Oh. Yeah, it was like, that. you saw it later, you could just see it. <laughs> The out the shell of his oh, yeah. dude. Just I remember. There. I remember all of us. We thought he lost his finger. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, oh no, dude, yeah. it was so bad. But didn't it shatter your? Dude, oh, yeah, no. no. On the X-ray, it like my finger bones just looked like dust almost. Yeah. It I'm was completely. I'm smashed. surprised your finger bones didn't just like all fall out. Dude, they're still like the it's still like squared almost though. <laughs> and then one of my nails is cracked still. Bro got the choke Dang. finger. Yeah. Dang. But, um, so then the other, the notorious, as many of you who know me at school have seen, uh, the bald spot on the back of my head. That also oh. came, uh, courtesy of Colton. So, yeah. do you want to tell this story? Oh, no, it was stupid. We were playing, <laughs> like, it was school or yeah. something, and I don't know what you wanted to do. To be the principal, right? Yeah, I thought we were fighting over who got to be the principal. Yeah, okay, yeah, something like that, and then... We just decided to fight about it, and I shoved him, and he fell over backwards and hit himself on the head on the co- corner of the coffee table. Yeah. So, so me and Colton got in many fights that were just, like, out of nowhere, like, just, we got mad at each other. But this one was actually, like, organized. We're like, we're going to fight, and whoever wins gets to be the principal, because we both wanted to be in charge. Yeah. And, and it ended very quickly. My mom, before the podcast, was talking about some fight that you guys had at Grandma's in, the in like, the kitchen. Oh yeah, about so, Bigfoot. Yeah, like Eli, so many Eli didn't believe in. I don't remember this one, but yeah, my mom uh, swears that <laughs> Colin was, and I think you still believe in Bigfoot, don't you? I mean, I think he could be. The yeah, I, that's kind of where I am at the moment. I'm like on the fence, but no. So Colin used to be like an avid Bigfoot believer, <laughs> and I was like Finding partially Bigfoot. skeptical and partially like I just like to cause problems. So one day we like still do. (laughs) We're in my grandma's kitchen, and we're like arguing over whether Colton, I bet Bigfoot is real, whether Colton is real. Arguing over whether Bigfoot is real, and apparently we got in like an all-out fist fight and had to be dragged out of grandma's kitchen. Dude, one more. I don't know. I remember one time we were fighting about something in the living room, and Grandpa yelled at us. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're always fighting about something. One, one more thing I remember is we we had like an organized fight club in Colton and Grady's basement. You remember that? Where we'd wrap the towels around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have boxing gloves, <laughs> yeah. and it was like UFC. Like we would go to the not the death, but tell. Jude was really bad at it. Yeah. Jude thought it was fun, but he was also like the worst at it. I was I was chunkier when I was little and it was just one shot to the stomach and I was gone. (laughs) He's like (laughs) I could see stars. I I don't think I participated in that one a whole lot. Yeah, it's because you're I only got in like uncalled like unorganized (laughs) fights mostly. Dude, Dude, I was a pain as a child. Anyways. Um we all were 
That's facts. So, um, we're going to have, like, a, probably a more dedicated episode on the infinite banking concept, but you want to give us a little bit of how you understand it, I'll add in some of what I understand. Okay. Just so people at least have an idea of what we're talking about when we bring it up, because it's fairly um, widespread around uh, the people we know, so it'll probably come up fairly often in our podcast, so it might be good to give people a little bit of an overview of what it is. Well, the way I understand it is you set up a policy... You get it to where you're making monthly payments into it, but you want to, like I would want to start out with cash in there. Yeah, yeah. So that you can, because what you would do is you take a loan from the policy and you don't need, you don't need credit, you don't need any of that stuff because it's basically your bank yeah. that you're loaning from. But your money will stay in your policy because you're technically, you're loaning it from the life insurance company so that it's uninterrupted growth within your policy and then you use that money you invest it or buy something with it but you have to make sure that you pay yourself back or else the the it won't work you don't have to pay yourself back because the your death benefit is collateral for your loan and so but you want to make sure you pay yourself back and of course the life insurance company gets interest so you tack interest onto that so that you're paying yourself back and then you just keep doing that and after five years when it matures it yeah continues to it's grow. essentially a money so habit. yeah so what what he's talking about after five years is after five years the so like he was saying it's uninterrupted growth so it's compounding interest every i think it's compounded yearly or monthly yeah month yearly I yeah think. so it's compounded yearly and that doesn't stop even when you take it out to loan it somewhere else and like he was saying so after five years the amount you're earning in interest from the policy is the same amount that you're paying for the policy. So at that point, it's pure positive cash flow. Like it's still good because it'll make it grow faster if you can continue to pay into it, but you don't have to anymore. It'll pay for itself yeah. plus some. And like, and so some people hear about that and they're like, why would I have, why would I take a loan for myself where I have to pay for, like, why would I take a loan for myself where I have to pay interest? But as Colton was saying, you pay interest to the insurance company that's less than what you get paid in interest, yeah. and the interest you pay from the insurance company is compounding. So even if you have to pay 4% per se on your loan that you take out, the insurance company, I think the number's like six, isn't it? What number? You get about 6% compounding from the insurance company. Uh, it fluctuates yeah, a little yeah. bit. But yeah, about 6% from the insurance company compounding so you pay 4%, but you get 6%, and that 6% grows even bigger because the money you make from that 6% just goes back into it, and then the next time it compounds, it's what you originally put in plus 6%, and then another 6%. So this is something that we've been getting into recently around here, and I think it's a good way to build wealth, and also if you're going to do any investing of any sort, it's yeah. a good way to save money, even if you're not. And, and it's risk-free. Yeah, it's basically risk-free. Like, you'd think there's no way that works. But it's been going on for, like, a hundred and some years since the whole life insurance business has been created, basically. Yeah, and they've never not paid dividends. Never not paid dividends. So, and ba and you were saying, uh, you, you're that if you're wondering why you would take out a loan and pay taxes to yourself, well, it's exactly what a bank does to you when you take a loan from them. So why would you give mo the bank money when you can give it to yourself? Yep. So, yeah. So that and also um, it's just a growing, like after that four years, when you put in, you pay your premium, say they're $20,000, the money you gain 
in death benefit and also in turn uh, how much you can take loans out of that policy grows by more than 20000 after that four-year mark. Wait, have you started yours? Uh, I'm saving money to make the first payment. How much do you need for your first payment? So it's like, it's good. You don't really need a specific amount for a first payment. It kind of depends on your health and how much you are, but it's not as much as you think. You mainly just need to have a consistent source of income that you can guarantee you can put so much away each month. Yeah, you want to make sure you have a plan. Yeah, because if you don't make a payment before that first four years, you're done and you have to restart. You get nothing from all that. So what I'm doing is like Colton was saying, you got to have a plan. So I've been saving about seven... $1,500 a month, $750 paycheck to like prove that I can consistently save that much. So after about six months probably of like proving that I'll have a backlog of payments and then I'm going to open up a plan. Dude. And yeah, and that. all these policies are completely customizable so yeah. you can fit it to your budget or whatever. Yeah, so... Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> all right. say? I forgot what I was going to say. If, if you... Uh, if their brains are being melted, I have another okay. another topic. Um, so like I'm gonna finish this All off. Right. So like we were saying, like definitely look into it. Uh, there's a book that will be on the book list whenever I get that website up. Uh, called if you want to get to it before, it's called um, the Infinite Banking System by Nelson Nash. The Infinite Banking concept is what that idea as a whole is called through podcasts or other stuff. So check it out. We're definitely gonna have. Have you a, read the book too? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, Once dude. all the way through, but I've given it to someone else to yeah. read. It's not a very long book. Definitely look into it. Um, We're definitely going to have a more in-depth episode on that at some point. Probably get Shane on here. But What if we had Shane and Dad? That'd be too much. Dude, that episode would that, be That'd so be long. like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, but keep an eye out that that. Subscribe. Uh, we're going to teach you how to be rich. So continue, Jude. You need to be rich before you can teach people how to be rich. But I'm just passing on the knowledge that I've been bestowed upon by people who are rich. I'm the intermediary. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what I what I got is uh, so I got a shot of like cortisone in my foot, like steroids. <laughs> no. Where are you going with this, dude? No, no, no. So like I had foot issues for like a long time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had surgery and all this crap, and then so like it just still wasn't better, and like. So then I went to the doctor and I had like another checkup thingy and they decided to give me a shot of cortisone, which like tears down all the scar tissue and crap because I have a lot because they cut me like three times. And so, I don't know, it's really weird. They just gave me a shot of cortisone and it's like... Wait, when did this happen? It happened like a week ago. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought cortisone didn't do nothing. It just, it doesn't fix anything. It just makes you not feel it. I don't know. It worked though. Like so, so like. Nah, listen. The first, the first day I got it, it was just like it felt like I got punched, and then the next day it felt like I lifted, like my muscle was sore, and like because it was. So do you still have scar tissue? I, I don't know. How <laughs> do you know it worked? No, because how? I mean, I don't. It feels pretty. How do I know if I got scar tissue? In it, you can feel it. Mine's like inside. Yeah, oh, you can okay, feel okay. it in there. Well, all I know is that it doesn't hurt as much as it used to. And like, uh, they told me if it was working, it was going to be like sore the next day because it was breaking it down. And yeah, it was just really weird. Honestly. Did, did you have a greater point of this or did you just think the story was interesting? No, I just think if you have issues, shoot cortisone in <laughs> That's not Dude. legal, shoot. <laughs> you have to get like, uh, you have to get a prescription. <laughs> Dude, it's like heroin, cortisone. <laughs> um, 
Do you have anything else to discuss? June? Do you? Oh, no. Do you have anything important you got anything? to say? Well, I had a conspiracy theory. <laughs> uh, I'm game. <laughs> so, I mean, I like listening to, looking at conspiracy theories and listening to Alex Jones, but uh, I was Dude, looking at... The crazy thing about Alex Jones is, like, the media is, like, don't get me wrong. The guy, like, paints a target on his back. But, like, the guy, like, you, like, hear what he's saying, and it's like, dude, that's insane. And then, like, he got sued for the Sandy Hook thing. And then you, like, look up the stuff he actually says, and usually it's less extreme than what the media said, and also it turns out to be true. So who is this guy you're talking about? Is yeah, he a YouTuber? No, uh, so he was a YouTuber with a podcast, and then he got shut down, so he has a website called InfoWars now. But so, like, the Sandy Hook thing, for instance, like, Alex Jones said Sandy Hook didn't happen one time, like, a long time ago. And then he, like, came back and he's like, actually, I think it probably did happen, because he saw more evidence. And this was all, like, 12 years ago. It paused for some reason. Um, You're fixing that. Yeah, so... Uh, the, the podcast going to have a slight jump in it, but we, we paused for a second for some reason. But yeah, no. So he never actually said that Sandy Hook didn't happen. Like, he said it one time, I guess. But he didn't, like, continue to say it and, like, spread all this stuff like the media is saying. And what happened was they um, sued him in Austin, Texas, which has a judge who was, like, funded by George Soros. So George Soros is a whole nother thing. But essentially, he's, like, a Democrat who, like, has a bunch of money, and he pays to help people, like, run their campaigns and stuff and get into places of power, and then he kind of, like, tells them what to do. So he, they sued him in Austin where they had a judge like that. So they basically got a default judgment against him, which means he's guilty just because the judge said so, basically. So that thing that happened in Florida that was recent, everybody's like, he's on trial to see if that's what he actually said or not. But they'd already decided that he was guilty. The people in Florida only got to decide how much he had to pay. But so this is this is Alex Jones like calling this. How, how much up. was it? Wasn't it like it was like two million? It was it some was large lot. number, and huge. they act like oh he's dead now. But actually, like there's a cap on damages, and he only has to pay like two million of it. So oh. yeah, well I was just like so that's who Colton's talking. I got about. a well, no, I'm not talking about Alex Jones, but like one of his. I don't know. I guess there's a conspiracy theory that Hollywood uses. Uh, like young children in their uh, satanic rituals. They have satanic rituals with what? them and stuff. Yeah, like the Bohemian Grove. Yeah, lo- kind of like yeah, like that. What's, what's and like uh, Macaulay Culkin. I have an article that he they interviewed him and he said that when he was on the set of Home Alone, that one time when he was eleven, this guy uh, in a suit and everything. Told, um, asked. They went into a back room and they, he was talking to him, and he basically wanted him to cut his parents out, and he would become his guardian. Da da da. And Colkin was said that he was like, "I'm 11, dude," or whatever. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and he apparently he whips out a crack pipe and what? he starts talking about his shoes, and he. Colkin says that he told him that they were made from human skin. But oh, jeez. I don't know if any of that's Wait, true. Yeah, who knows, but, like, even... It's pretty crazy. Even <laughs> so it would be. Like, huh? what? Dude, yeah. Like Bohemian Gro- no. No, no. What's, what's Bohemian... I don't even know what that is. So, Bohemian Grove is a story that Alex Jones broke. Uh, it was a while ago at this point. But, essentially, he got invited to a, like... I don't think he got invited. I think he just kind of snuck in. But there were a bunch of, like, elite, like, rich people. Like, the people you think of, like, in Hollywood and stuff like that. And they were at a 
uh, the Bohemian Grove. I don't know exactly what it is, but they were like worshiping. I think Moloch or some ancient god from somewhere else, and they were like Moloch. Yeah, Moloch, yeah. yeah. And they like were sacrificing kids and stuff. So again, Whoa. it's Alex Jones. This is what people said he was saying. So. Uh, disclaimer: We can't verify any of this. It's just stuff we've heard that's going on on the internet. Yep. But so essentially, yeah, like the, that's what he said was happening, and I think that's related. So is that yeah. conspiracy recent or? Uh, I don't know how recent it is, but like, I had Deal saying that some people think that Heather O'Rourke, she was a twelve-year-old that died tragically. She was starred in the Poltergeist, mm. but that she was a victim of that stuff. Mm. And I have another article that talks about this guy named Mark Detrue, uh, D-E-T-R-O-U-X. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, apparently he was arrested twice in the, ni- in the 1980s and 90s yeah. for, uh, like, molesting children and stuff. But oh, apparently elites would hire him to, to go out and they would, like, call them party favors and they would request, like, what race sex of children and how they wanted them tortured and stuff and he would go and get that for them and the whole epstein thing yeah and and they said that a lot of them were were people with world power positions so like that it's a back alley of like everything epstein was involved in that type of yes exactly so um yeah like we said we can't verify any of that that's just don't sue us um yeah uh yeah, so I think even though, even if that's all that stuff's not true, like, kids who come out of Hollywood have something messed up. Oh, like, yeah. you see the kid who played Roderick in mm. Diary of a Wimpy Kid recently got sentenced to life in prison because he killed both of his parents, and then he ran away and was going to try to kill the Prime Minister of Canada. I mean, <laughs> oh, shoot. And then he, like, got halfway there, and he went and turned himself in. Dude. So now like, how did he go from killing his mother to the prime minister of Canada? I think like he was the plan was to kill the prime minister of Canada, and he wanted to get them out of the way. And, like I think that was one plan, kind of. Was thing. he? Is he? What does his Canada? mom have to do? Yeah, with the he prime lives minister? in Canada. I don't know. He oh. killed both of his parents. What? Man. Yeah, he's twenty four now. Wait, are there any like Jeez. interviews of him now? Like, that I he's doubt in, it. Like, don't don't they sometimes prison. do interviews with people yeah, in prison? But I don't think they have yet. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of the prime minister of Canada. Have you heard the sp- conspiracy? This one I actually do kind of believe. The conspiracy theory that Justin Trudeau's actual dad is Fidel Castro. Justin Trudeau is the Prime Minister of Canada. Huh. So no. So the reason that this is no, I've never the reason that. that this is a thing. So Justin Trudeau's parents were like members of the high class Canadian society, and there are like records, like it's a known fact that his family and Fidel Castro were good friends about the time Trudeau was born. As well as the fact that if you look at a picture of Trudeau and Fidel Castro next to each other, they look exactly the same. Here, I'll pull it up. We'll put it on the YouTube video. If you're on the podcast, just look it up. Do Trudeau, Fidel Castro side by side. Let me see this. (laughs) (laughs) If he had a beard, yeah. Exactly. Like they look, they look very similar. And like I said, like it's what's that one? <laughs> that one looks pretty close. Yeah, oh, yeah. But so like, like I was saying, like the the part that's not even a conspiracy is it's like a well documented fact that Fidel Castro knew Trudeau's parents and his mom, and he looked very similar and was in Canada about nine months before Trudeau was born. So 
what you make of that nine months before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so make of that what you will. I think we're about out of time and out of topics. So you have any closing <laughs> topics? No, I'm just. You have anything, Colton? No, not I, really. Well, All thanks right. for being on the pod. Episode three. Plugs. Plugs. Always. Always. We're everywhere. Look at the link tree and Instagram. It's we're everywhere. Share but us. Share. No, you gotta share. I don't understand what you guys don't understand. Share you gotta us. Share. Ask Jude for a sticker. Ask Jude for if, a sticker. If I will give you a sticker only if you share. Otherwise, you're not getting a sticker. No, we're giving you stickers. No. Dude, the stickers will get our logo out more. I don't care. Okay. They have to well, share. We got and stickers. Like, and comment. Just do it all. Yeah. It's easy. Get us out there. One we got second. stickers. So, Brothers and Others, episode three. We're done. Thank you. That's a wrap. Yeah.